0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Donald Trump dominated the headlines this week. I'm producer Jonathan, and this is your TK20. The indictment of President Trump is not just an indictment of President Trump in Georgia. This RICO predicate... This 19 people being charged, never mind the unindicted co-conspirators, you don't know who they are, but that could be anybody. So now everybody's looking at everybody else. Oh, it's a really weird moment. But this indictment um, is very much, it seems, based on the idea that Trump did not like what happened and uh, talked about it. Now, if you say to me, Tony, he called the Secretary of State and said, find the votes. He didn't say manufacture votes. He didn't say make up the votes. He believed that the votes were there. You just had to actually do a better job of counting. Now, you could say, Tony, is he nuts? And I might say to you, maybe. But as a crime, doesn't really fit. You're going to charge, as uh, Fannie Williams did, the DA, John Eastman with giving bad legal advice to his client? That's not a crime. He went to a lawyer and the lawyer said, Try this. But the objective, of course, charging them all together under this RICO statute, is to be able to catch somebody doing something wrong and therefore everybody goes to jail, and everybody's part of a conspiracy. Because it's a conspiracy, a conspiracy to question election results. Isn't that right? Gubernatorial candidate and two-time loser in Georgia, Stacey Abrams. And I do have one very affirmative statement to make. We won. i did win my election i just didn't get to have the job we were robbed of an election She's using the word rigged using the word steel do you think it's dangerous going into 2020 I, I don't because we can actually back it up and so in response to what i believe was a stolen election. I'm not saying they stole it from me, they stole it from the voters in fact, someone outside asks if I'm ever gonna concede. The answer is no. This is not a speech of concession. Because concession means to acknowledge an action is right, true, or proper. And I will not concede because the erosion of our democracy is not right. People like man. This goes on for five minutes. Stacey Abrams denying elect- the election results, denying that she lost, claiming that it was rigged, claiming that it was stolen. I mean, I could do the same thing with Hillary. You don't have to like it. It's racketeering. Whoo! Now I'm going to say it again, as I get more and more into it. Trump's going to go to jail. Trump's going to go to jail. And we have a serious banana republic issue. If you support these nonsense attacks criminally, as opposed to making your voice heard politically, well, you don't believe in the rule of law at all. You don't believe in a republic in the slightest. You just don't. It's not my fault. I just want these people to change their ways. On the Georgia indictment, Mark Meadows is put forth a uh, uh, filing um, to move um, the prosecution or to move uh, this case from state to federal court. Because Meadows, as chief of staff, is saying, whoa, 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 why in the world Am I being charged in any of this? He has the right to remove himself from the indictment, from this, this uh, idea that everyone's going to be tried together and move himself separately. So there are two things uh, to, to get into here. The first is Article 6 of the U.S. Constitution. This Constitution and the laws of the United States, which shall be made in pursuance thereof, and all treaties made or which shall be made under the authority of the United States, shall be the supreme law of the land, and the judges in every state shall be bound thereby. Anything in the Constitution or laws of any state to the contrary, notwithstanding. That's the Supremacy Clause. That is the statement that the Constitution of the United States comes first before anything that the states do. That While states have rights, the Constitution is the law of the land. If there is an argument that Mark Meadows, as chief of staff, was involved in some kind of ill-dealing because he set up a meeting for the president of the United States or set up a phone call or made contact, he was acting as White House counsel, No, I'm not White House counsel. He was acting as the White House chief of staff. His conduct, therefore, isn't criminal. And how could his conduct be in any way the purview of a state when he was acting as the chief of staff to the president of the United States as part of the executive, and therefore his conduct should become under federal law and not state law? So he's got this notice of removal. Mr. Meadows has the right to remove this matter. The conduct giving rise to the charges of in the indictment all occurred during his tenure and as part of his service as chief of staff. In these circumstances, federal law provides for prompt removal of a criminal prosecution commenced in a state court against or directed to a federal official, quote, in any official or individual capacity for or relating to any act under color of his office. And this removal statute, quote, protects the federal government from the interference with its operations that would ensue were a state able, for example, to arrest and bring to trial in a state court for an alleged offense any against the law of the state officers and agents of the federal government acting within the scope of their authority. Um, And then they start quoting case law. They start quoting case law. As uh, Leslie McAdoo Gordon points out, who is a, a lawyer and a, and a writer, it's a part of constitutional law. As she uh, states uh, in one of the first cases, first year law student study, which is McCullough versus uh, I believe it's McCullough versus Maryland, what this uh, what this shows is that a state action cannot bind the federal government setting the stage for immunity for federal officers. It is not that Mark Meadows as chief of staff could not have done something wrong. He could have done many things wrong. But the state cannot bring charges against him. That's the argument being made. Because his actions were done as the chief of staff and he was doing the job. It's interesting stuff. And I would argue that there are going to be a series of these things. Um, There are a series of these things that where you're going to see these removals. As William Jacobson of Legal Insurrection points out, that maybe the Fulton County prosecutor would argue that the actions that Mark Meadows, the chief of staff, took were not those as actions of a chief of staff, but to assist the campaign effort. Therefore, he is not covered in that regard. Meadows, expecting this to happen, has now gone through in his removal effort to, like, elucidate, hey... You can say this, but here's the reality. Um, I don't, uh, I don't know how uh, Trump will do it. Uh, certainly, there's a question about Meadows doing it. I, I find this part of it fascinating, um, where the jurisdiction is. But it should be understood that what Georgia is doing through Fannie Williams, the district attorney is to take something that's happening on a federal level and say how can we act in a way to help either Jack Smith, the special counsel working on the January 6th indictment or, uh, of course, the uh, indictment regarding classified documents and how can we be there to help in case those two things don't work out? Utilize the RICO rules and laws, uh, the racketeering laws in Georgia, which are more lenient than the federal level and find a way to grab one of these bastards. And that's the belief. That's where they're at. And if you don't believe me, then believe a former Missouri uh, Democrat Senator Claire McCaskill on MSNBC. Uh, the good news is we finally have Rudy Giuliani indicted. Woohoo! That makes me very happy. <laughs> this isn't about the rule of law. This is about getting their revenge and them loving it. Who the hell would put these people in a position of power? My, oh, my. I think deep down, he would certainly hate to see um, a mugshot. I think something that he's never expected would exist of himself, but they're absolutely going to capitalize on it if we end up seeing one. I wouldn't be shocked if we saw a you know Trump mugshot NFT and whatever other grifts they can come up with. What's wrong with the trunk, Trump mugshot NFT, Alyssa Farah? Alyssa Farah Griffin, what's, what's wrong with it? You got a problem with it? The problem with putting Alyssa Farrah Griffin on CNN is one would think she actually has insight. She worked uh, for Trump. She worked for Pence. I had met her then. We're not friends, please. No, 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 no. She helped me organize an interview with Vice President Pence. That is the total amount of my interaction with Alyssa Farrah Griffin. And she was nice enough. But what's the wrong of taking the uh, mugshot and making an NFT out of it? Should the mugshot be happening? Is there any part of you, Alyssa Farah Griffin, or you, Adam Kinzinger, or you, Liz Cheney, any of these people who can recognize that there is something dirty here, something is rotten in Denmark? No. No, because just like Joy Reid, You are overjoyed and thrilled and just giddy with what's going on. There's nothing to be giddy about here. Allow me to break this down even further. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. The phone number, 317-239-9393. This is not about whether I think Trump is the best candidate. I have made my case that I think we can go in a myriad of ways. The idea that I can only be Trump is idol worship. It's laughable. I want a part of it. But you're going to be angry with Trump for making a phone call? That's a crime? You're, you're crazed. You think it's it's a crime to say, I think the election was stolen? You might think it's wrong to say, but a crime, Stacey Abrams would be in jail. You don't think that the DA in Fulton County, Fannie Williams, politicized this by waiting until now to bring the charges, utilizing RICO to charge 19 people at one time and then claim there are unindicted co-conspirators and then bring the trial date and to want the trial date to be March on, on March 4th? Why does March 4th matter? Because Super Tuesday, the primary day after South Carolina with this myriad of states, is March 5th. And at that moment, if you don't understand that this is all political, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that's unserious, and it's time to grow up. Don't tell me what you think of Trump, don't tell me it's the justice system, it's political. It's not three days after Super Tuesday. It's the day before Super Tuesday. That's where Trump will be in a courtroom. The state charges to get the mugshot is political. You're going to have the January 6th show trial take place just before the Iowa caucus in January. It is what it is what it is. In 2016, CNN was writing about the fact that putting people in jail, your political opponents in jail, is what other countries do. Here's the article. Going back to October of 2016, Trump threatened to jail Clinton if elected. These countries might do the same. Oh, look at these terrible, awful countries. When it happens to Trump, ah, oh, that's good, because look at all the terrible things he did. He questioned an election? Well, he did, He started a riot. No, he actually didn't. People believed him. Yeah, well, some people were wrong. Some people have a serious argument about Georgia, about Michigan, about Arizona, and I have a serious argument about Pennsylvania. I started a riot because I notice that the judicial branch usurped the authority of the legislative branch. That's starting a riot. A riot? Why don't you sit down? Crazy person. You are now criminalizing the asking of a question. You might not think that's what you're doing because look at all the things Trump did and I never said you had to like it. I'm telling you what the effect is. You're criminalizing asking a question. You're criminalizing saying, hey, there's a problem here. You want to criminalize it. Of course, when you think there's a problem, then it'll all be fine. When the left was attacking the White House, that wasn't a riot and an insurrection. No, 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 that's that's totally fine. When uh, you set Minneapolis and Seattle and Portland and Indianapolis on fire, mostly peaceful protests. The trial for Trump is set for March 4th. That's when she wants it to happen. This is all political. And as you might have heard, the polling shows that people have not abandoned Trump at all. A question that has to get answered is what is the plan for victory? Fox News poll happened August 11th to the 14th, Trump 53, DeSantis 16, Ramaswamy 11. Ramaswamy is now uh, completely in third place. He is solidly, I should say, in third place. Pence follows uh, at 5% in the Fox News poll. Um, There's also a Quinnipiac poll. You don't like the Fox News poll? That's fine. Quinnipiac has Trump at 57. DeSantis at 18. And then Ramaswamy at five. This stuff hasn't hurt him. People are sticking with him because they're disgusted by what they're seeing. And the question is, is this now going to lead to more and more turnout? Republicans will actually turn out. Conservatives will turn out. Independents will turn out because they know that this is sick and twisted and un-American. And Fannie Williams is not some hero. And Jack Smith is not some hero. And Alvin Bragg, (laughs) certainly not a hero. This should be decided by the people at the polls, not through radicalness in the courts. And while people think this is going to hurt Trump, maybe the plan was to try and build support for trump because they want him to be the nominee isn't that always what we've known so yes if you ask me of course this is trying to manipulate the electorate of course it is and they're doing it with glee they're thrilled by this no one should be thrilled by this it should have been decided by the people they think it should be decided by them Countries are not rich in proportion to their natural resources. If that were so, Russia would be the richest country in the world. She has everything. Oil, gas, diamonds, platinum, gold, silver, the industrial metals, timber, and a rich soil. Uh, Not my words. Margaret Thatcher's. I don't know when Twitter started sharing an account from Margaret Thatcher, an automated account. But this is a part of a speech... uh, that she gave, um, I'm not sure when this was, Margaret Thatcher reflects on working toward peace where she she engages a, a full and, and most glorious defense of capitalism. Capitalism is not contrary to what those on the left have tried to argue an amoral system based on selfishness, greed and exploitation. It is a moral system based on a biblical ethic. There is no other comparable system that has raised the standard of living of millions of people, created vast new wealth and resources, or inspired so many beneficial and beneficial innovations and technologies. The wonderful thing about capitalism is that it does not discriminate against the poor, and so often has been charged, as so often has been charged. Indeed, it is the only economic system that raises the poor out of poverty. Capitalism also allows nations that are not rich in natural resources to prosper, where she then discusses Russia. Why isn't Russia the richest country in the world? Why aren't other resource-rich nations in the third world at the top of the list? And she answers, it is because their governments deny citizens the liberty to use their God-given talents. Man's greatest resource is himself, but he must be free to use that resource. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Sometimes you need to hear reality. Sometimes it's better said by others. I don't mind sharing it at all. Take that to your kids tonight, won't you? I hope you enjoyed this week's TK20. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. I'm producer Jonathan, and we'll be back again next week with another episode.